But here we are. Yeah, here we are now. And now instead of just reviewing movies, we review each other's lives. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we got two, count them, two, count them, 42 different movies we're going to review. Yeah, newish ones. They're pretty new. Well, like, like, well you probably haven't seen them yet. <laughs> <laughs> two movies that are out there uh, for your viewing pleasure. Uh, the first one we're going to do is one of the most uh, fastest climbing chart comedies in the last 10 years. Well, Did you really? know this? I didn't know this. I'm sure you'll let me yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a news story about <laughs> it later that will tell you some more information about it. But um, and at Hard R Movie, the one, uh, No Hard Feelings, featuring uh, the one, the only, Jennifer Lawrence. You think that I'm crazier than you? <laughs> because well, we're different, I mean. Oh, my God. Oh, you're killing me. You know what? Forget I offered to help you. Forget the entire fucking idea. Because that must have been fucking crazy. Because I am so much crazier than you. Keep your voice down. I'm just the crazy slut with a dead husband. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, that's from Silver Lion's Playbook. I know exactly what that's from. <laughs> Silver Sliding Playbook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also starring in the movie No Hard Feelings with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, the one, uh, I you know we've done so many J Lo movies. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we're getting a J Law. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> like anyway, Jennifer Lawrence also showing with Jennifer Lawrence in this movie. Uh, Natalie Morels. Imagine if your boss was Angelina Jolie, and then one day she just started dating your ex-boyfriend. Wouldn't that freak you out a little bit? Well, not if I had a great new boyfriend, dumbass. But Tom, I like you. You're really cute, and you're funny, and you're small enough for me to throw you around. So if you ever work through this, then give me a call. That's the only time I could like only could like find like of that one. I was looking for that from the from Parks and Rec, and it had this fucking yeah. kitchen music behind it. But it's a good scene. Uh, it is what it is. But, um, yeah. And then also in this movie, um, playing a guy that does not uh, drive a car and kill someone, Matthew Broderick. God. The key to faking out the parents is the clammy hands. It's a good nonspecific symptom. I'm a big believer in it. A lot of people will tell you that a good phony fever is a deadlock. But uh, you get a nervous mother, you could wind up in a doctor's office. That's worse than school. You fake a stomach cramp, and when you're bent over, moaning and wailing, you lick your palms. It's a little childish and stupid, but then so is high school. Yeah, so from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, a classic. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That shit holds up, man. No heart. Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Man, it holds up. It does and it doesn't. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Okay. One... One, uh-huh. uh, skipping school to go to the Cubs game is not a thing anymore because the Cubs got light ball, uh, got lights in their stadium in 1989. Oh, so you can so, just, you can go. So, so now game. they have night games okay. and stuff like that, and right. like they did back then. So that part doesn't kind of hold up. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, I don't know. The rest of it kind of, I don't know, man. I mean, it's still pretty yeah, it's funny. It's still I, fun I, to me. I still like that yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I, I still laugh at it, but <laughs> I laughed at it. I don't know. Yeah. That, that's a question for our, for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, someone write in and let us know. Is Ferris Bueller's Day Off still relevant today? Well, not relevant. It holds up. It's still fun. Or holds up. Yeah. It still holds up yeah. today's. Today's still not relevant. All right. <laughs> then the second movie we watched this week um, is one of the... Best directors, or or if you don't if you don't consider him one of the best, 
He's one of the most original directors yeah, in all yeah. of cinema history. One of the most unique. I would put him up there with Stanley, Steven, Del Toro. Yeah. Like each one of them has a style. Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. Like when you see a movie by them, uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Like if, if when you see a movie by them, you know it's their movie. Yeah, yeah. Like you just. Yeah, I think I would say more th- this more than any of them. Honestly. Yeah, I, uh, I mean. Uh, besides Tim Burton, I yeah, think I guess Tim, Tim Burton, Burton yeah. is a uh, Tim Burton would be the one that's uh, stylish, but he's yeah. gothic. Stylish, Stripes but and stuff. Wes Anderson <laughs> movie, um, Asteroid City, uh, and this has a. I mean, it, it's so a many Wes people. Anderson to this. At this point, I think the next Wes Anderson movie uh-huh. should have one single extra. It should <laughs> all be Oscar award winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, here's a line of them. First, the one, the only, Adrian Brody. That bag, it doesn't have any feelings. It's empty. I don't have any feelings you can hurt either. Okay? I understand you're angry. I used to be very angry too, okay? I get it. You have no reason to be angry with me because I'm one of the few people that's here trying to give you an opportunity. Now, I'm going to ask you to just sit down and do your best, and I'll give you a piece of paper. How's that? Uh, that went a deep pull from the, the detachment. Yeah, 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 that's where that, I was trying to figure out where that's from. I was like, I know this. And, and guys, know this just piece. so you know, uh, this has so many actors in it. I didn't, I didn't pull long clips for all of them except for one. But I just like, I was like, we uh, we don't want to spend the whole fucking day doing clips. So they're all like thirty seconds, except for one, which is which is the next one. Or all right, next, Brian Cranston. Look, I'm, I'm tired of talking to you about this. I want my son. I want to see my son. I want to know that he's all right. This guy. This guy knows. He knows where he is. Muskua Tokoda. I want my son. And I want my bag and this. And I want to talk to somebody in charge, not you. No, not you. I'm, not, I'm done talking to you. All right? Well, you're looking at me right now like I'm in a fish tank, right? That's fine, because I know what happened here. And you keep telling everybody that this place is a death zone, but it's not. You're lying. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. That's from Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, is that from your honor? I don't uh-huh. even know what that's from. Uh, all right, next in this lineup is Edward Norton. On a long enough timeline, the survival rate for everyone drops to zero. I was a recall coordinator. My job was to apply the formula. Here's where the infant went through the windshield. Three points. A new car built by my company leaves somewhere traveling at 60 miles per hour. The rear differential locks up. Mm, the teenager's braces are wrapped around the backseat ashtray. Might make a good anti-smoking ad. The car crashes and burns with everyone trapped inside. Now, should we initiate a recall? The father must have been huge. You see where the fats burned to the seat, the polyester shirt? Very modern art. <laughs> Take the number of vehicles in the field, A, multiply it by the probable rate of failure, B, then multiply the result by the average out-of-court settlement, C. A times B times C equals X. If X is less than the cost of a recall, we don't do one. Are there a lot of these kinds of accidents? You wouldn't believe. Which car company do you work for? A major one. Oh, God, I love that scene. It's one of the, one of the best scenes. I, of I know, but man, that's such a long clip. I, I Jesus know, it's, Christ, but it's like I couldn't not use it. I couldn't. I could not use it. It's just too good. All right, all right. Jason Schwartzman's the next guy. Hey, Ira. Oh, hey, Mark. Could you do me a favor and never leave a paycheck from your shit sitcom on my pillow ever again, please? Oh, that is so rude of me to accidentally leave my paycheck for $25,000 on your pillow. I'm sorry. It's a dick move. It's just they keep coming, you know, week after week. It's getting a little bit hard to keep track of them all. You know what? Becoming marginally famous has really turned you into an asshole. Now listen, I'd love to stay here and chat with you, but we have company. You know that girl comedian who lives across the street, the one with the dark hair and the bangs? Daisy. Yeah. Daisy, right. Well, I bumped into her outside, and I invited her in, and she's sitting in our living room right now. She's out there right now? She's hot, and she's mousy, but kind of like... She's mousy like a mouse you want to stick your dick in. Yeah, you got to get out there and talk to her. Yeah, from funny people. 
Yeah, I haven't seen funny people in a while. Uh, I was actually just seeing, looking at that today. I was like, funny people. Also in this movie, uh, Maya Hawk. I was a Billie Jean King in a sea of Maria Sharapovas, but my pilgrimage wasn't for nothing. My entire life was about to change, and it all started with her. Is that Drea the Sorry. Drea Torres. She doesn't know it yet, but we're about to become besties. From Do Revenge, we talked about that a year ago. It was pretty good, too. Yeah, I know, dude. Great, great movie. Uh, also, uh, the one, the only Scarlett Johansson. Are you kidding me? I wanted to be married. I'd already lost. You wouldn't love me as much as I loved you. What does that have to do with L.A.? What? You're so merged with your own selfishness, you don't even identify it as selfishness anymore. You're such a dick! From a marriage story on a Netflix directed by... Yes, and, yes, with no, Adam Driver. No, yeah, no more. And... It's a tough movie. <laughs> and last but not least, the, the, the father of the entire world, Mr. Thomas Hanks. I'm an excellent lawyer. What makes you an excellent lawyer? I love the law. I know the law. I excel at practicing. What do you love about the law, Andrew? <laughs> I... <laughs> many things. Uh, uh, what I love the most about the law? Yes. Yeah. Is that every now and again, not often, but occasionally, you get to be a part of justice being done. That really is quite a thrill when that happens. Yeah, that's from uh, Philadelphia. Yes, yes it is. I, I love Philadelphia. That is one of the best movies in the history of movies. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Do you know movies? Do you I like know, movies? I know movies. Uh, and there is one more person. No, that's it. That's all. We... <laughs> that's it. Please be it. No, that's it. I'd, ra- I'd like to talk at some point <laughs> okay. in this podcast that we have. You can find us online. That was seventeen <laughs> people. That was seventeen hundred people. Yeah. You can, you can find us all at moviesdonsuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com. So you suck podcast. Or w2mnet.com. W2m is in Mary net.com. You can find our podcast among a bunch of other ones. Uh, Mark Radulich's podcast network. Sort of thing. Also, um, did I say Instagram? Instagram is <laughs> this podcast. Twitter is this podcast. Also, you go to patreon.com slash moviesdonsuck. suck. Become a patron. We'll do some shit. We'll mention the podcast. We'll eventually, uh, we'll do stuff for it probably. <laughs> um, go to bonfire.com such as on Sunday you'll find shirts with our logo on it like you go to the top right corner if you want that on your shirt go to bonfire.com search for that you'll find that also yeah, if you guys are watching on Facebook go and like the page watch the YouTube and subscribe watch the Twitch and subscribe and if you're where everywhere you find podcasts you find, where you find podcasts you find movies on suck and something to do you know small business who we talking about Huh? Oh, uh, is it my turn to <laughs> yeah, talk finally? Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember what I was supposed to do on this podcast anymore. It's been um, a while, yeah. It's been a while. It's been like uh, 26 minutes. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, small businesses, we like to sit there and we like to motivate. We like to put you out there mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And today, and we will do it free of charge. All you have to do is email us, message us. And today... We're going to talk about a friend of ours because I haven't been out in the world and I haven't checked email in a while, so I don't care. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're just going to talk about a place that we like to go, the place that we call home. We're talking about the one, the only, Screenland Armor. Screenland mm-hmm. Armor is located at 408 Armor Road, North Kansas City, Missouri, United States, 64116. They are the go-to movie theater. Theater in Kansas City. I think they in were the just country, voted the, <laughs> the huh? I, to me, one of the best but best series in the country, honestly, to me. Well, they were just voted by Kansas City Magazine as the best movie theater in 2023 in the Kansas City area, like by far. 
They yeah. they got all the votes. They win. Yeah, they win. Um, <laughs> you can go and see Showtimes at uh, their website at uh, screenland.com. They have everything from outside. Let's see. They got outside Friday Night Frights where they're going to every Friday night. They play a horror movie, a With- junk, uh, a classic one. The, the one this week is actually, let's see. Is the Wicker Man the original Wicker Man? Yeah, uh, it's hosted by our friends at Never Junkhead. Yes, yeah. correct. And then they even got anime. Uh, they have anime shows. They have um, new releases. Um, they have Screenland se- selections, which like this week is Past Lives mm. and Asteroid City. The movie we'll be talking about later. And they even have outside movies that they'll be showing every Saturday night out in the parking lot, like Airheads this Saturday, Hot Rod, Princess Bride, and also, oh, they're going to do the Power Rangers movie. Classics. That's awesome. It's classic. <laughs> and we're, I, I, I put a picture. We're, I got a picture of them outside watching one of the movies. Oh, there it is. Bam. Oh, that's what it do, they do on the outside watching the film. It's like a better version of what I do in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> and so, guys, Screenland Armor, it's one of our best friends. Go and anytime you are in the Kansas City area, they are the place to go. Again, www.facebook.com backslash armor theater or go to www.screenland.com. I think I'm in this photo. All right. By the way, in the top left huh? hand. I think I'm in the top left-hand corner of this photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, is that so it? So what are we doing today? <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, that's it, man. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, you ready to talk Yeah, we'll see you guys uh, later. Oh, oh, we, we got, oh, we got more of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got okay. a podcast. <laughs> okay, we got others. How often do you think people tune in and they, get, they tune out, like, you know, these 15 minutes in after we're done with this? They're like, is that the whole thing? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> It's all your fault. No. That's what it is. Uh, we are talking about No Hard Feelings, directed by Gene Stupinski. He directed uh, Good Boys. You remember Good Boys, that movie? Written, directed, yes. Yeah. Also, uh, he also directed two episodes of The Office. I mentioned that. Um, also written by Gene Stupinski and Joan, John Phillips. This stars the incredible, beautiful, and very funny in this movie, Jeff Lawrence. You think that I'm crazier than you. Also stars... Andrew Barth Feldman as Percy Becker. He's the other lead, but I couldn't find clips for that guy. Sorry, he's pretty new, but he's great. Also, uh, Natalie Morales is Sarah. Imagine if your boss was Angelina Jolie, and then one day she just started dating your ex-boyfriend. Wouldn't that freak you out a little bit? Well, not if I had a great new boyfriend, dumbass. Also, Matthew Broderick as Laird Becker. The key to faking out the parents is the clammy hands. Uh, this also stars um, Laura Benatti as Allison Becker, Scott MacArthur as Jim, Ebon Moss Bacharach as Gary, Kyle Mooney as Jody. Kyle Mooney, forgot about him in this movie. And uh, we'll, <laughs> you forget, yeah. And also Quincy Dunn Baker as Travis. Why don't you go read the storyline for this one? Sure. On the brink of losing her home, Maddie finds an intrig- uh, intriguing job listing. Helicopter parents looking for someone to bring their introvert 19-year-old son out of his shell before college. She has one summer to make him a man or die trying. Yeah, she's just a fucking 19-year-old child. (laughs) 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 Okay, sorry. Uh, No, no hard feelings. Uh, Now, I I know you're looking forward to this one. You saw the previous four years. Yeah, I mean, this was a really funny, like, R-rated Yeah, you don't see comedies like this come out that often. You don't see comedies in general come out that often. It seems like they just haven't done it in a while. And uh, and hold on, my dog's screaming. Hugo! Sorry, he's whining about something. Uh, But, um, no, you don't see comedies like this come out uh, in a while. And so when you and I saw the previous, it's like, good, something we can, we like, you know? Something we're good about. Right. And this is like one of the funniest movies uh, that came out and actually come in the last past couple of years. Because it, it was, it did not give a fuck about your feelings. It did not. Yeah. It was one of those that it was just like, hey, we're, we're going to pull all stops and uh, <laughs> see where we go here with this. And I mean, it's not disgusting humor. There is, um, 
there is very raunchy humor sure. in it, but but not disgusting. It's not like diarrhea and puking and shitting and stuff like that that you see in an R-rated, you know, comedies of the past. So, uh, yeah, this movie, uh, it really has, like, it, it surprises you how much heart it has, you know? Yeah, and not just that. I mean, it was... Uh, Literally, it was just really fun. It had um, it had a good story. It had a good, you know, um, you you feel emotions about. It. It's not just like dumb girls trying to sleep with a guy, you know. But at some points, it is dumb girls just trying to sleep <laughs> with a guy. Like, but then at some points, it's you know, you know, from other images and other, you know, it it it. it has a lot of heart. It has a good story to it, and it ends good. It doesn't like make it all silly and dumb. It actually has a good, you know, when you leave the theater, you feel good leaving the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and for you uh, sickos out there, there's a nude scene with Jennifer Lawrence, and uh, that that way you don't have to fucking go to some Somali website to see your naked. You can just watch this movie. <laughs> uh, God damn it, honey, come here. Yeah, still I'm sorry, my dog just. Yeah, I mean, I guess the microphone doesn't mean anything to you today. <laughs> Did you want me to let you go and call you up later if you want to do the podcast? How many you when she's doing that stuff? But, uh, yeah, man, uh, Astro, uh, not Astro, uh, No Hard Feelings is a fun movie. Uh, my wife really liked it. I took her to it. I think I think you can take your, your signal to this, and they will be mad at you. You can take anybody to this, and if they get mad at you, then that's just they're dumb and they don't have a good sense of humor. That's just the bottom line of that. We like, don't, yeah, this, we don't get to see a whole lot of comedies nowadays, so it's nice to see this one. Yeah, and it was really funny. Jennifer Lawrence uh, played because uh, Jennifer Lawrence really doesn't play in a lot of comedies. I mean, or hasn't in a while. If she has, I think most of her movies has always been serious. If I remember correctly, she got drunk with Gene Stupinski, and and uh, she agreed to do it when she was drunk, and she woke up she's like. What the fuck did I hear to? <laughs> yeah, and great. That's amazing. That's exactly like I'm looking through her movies, and I don't think she's done a comedy. Well, yeah, you could. I mean, yeah, I guess you could. You could talk about like I guess elevate comedies like Silver Linings Playbook, Playbook or something. But yeah, she doesn't. She really has chops for comedy. I think she should do more of it. Honestly, you know. I, I she, mean, she did the Bill Ingvolt show where she came from originally, yeah. which that was a comedy. But, like, literally, yeah, all her movies are, like, serious or yeah. action movies. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, like, I'm thinking about, So, like, I guess this is really is her. I mean, Don't Look Up, I guess, would be the closest thing. Yeah, I guess so. She sort of also played, like, uh, to me, like, when it comes to, like, herself, I guess Don't Look, Don't Look Up be the closest to herself. And then this one, she just plays, not, you know, whatever. But, but um. Yeah, I, I think this is this is yeah, this is the thing that's closest to her. Like yeah. this is almost it's just like she showed up. Yeah. And I'm Jennifer Lawrence. I got to be a hot 30-year-old that, that like Yeah. And you know what? I I do think that uh I'm glad to see her back. Like <laughs> she's been like a uh, sort of glaying low for a while and it's good to see her back in movies. Well, she had some kids. Oh yeah, she, that, right? she had children so yeah. Yeah, she got married and had some kids, and you know, did that whole family thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, now she's back to doing already <laughs> comedy. Um, All right, Chris. So, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you rate this? Marie, and this is probably a, a three point nine, I guess, like a four. It's it's a fun movie. It's something like you know, I don't see this to, uh, enough, you know. So it was just mm-hmm. I was I was pleased to lay. I worked out feeling good. Uh, so, I, you know, wholesome movie. I'm actually. gonna go. I'm going to go one above you and I'm going to go 4.1. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, take a shot. <laughs> yeah. The reason, the reason being is because there is a scene in this movie mm-hmm. that I've never seen before in a movie. And it made me laugh so hard. I'm surprised <laughs> I did not tear my vocal cords. <laughs> and I'm not going to say where it's what it is exactly because I don't want to ruin it for people, but it does happen on a beach with three drunk people. <laughs> and there's a certain part to that scene where I, that something happened that I was just like, oh my gosh, 
I can't believe I just saw that. Why can't I rewind this and see that again? Like, it was hilarious. Yeah, so no hard feelings, guys. You guys want to have a good time at the theater? This is uh, a great way to spend your evening or or your afternoon or morning. If you're one of those weird people that goes first showings like I do. (laughs) But, um... But yeah, no, no hard feelings. I I think this this will probably stick around. There's not a lot of movies like this out there. Yeah, it's one of those movies that definitely that yeah, years from now somebody can just throw it on and you'll be like, yeah, this is a good movie. Let's yeah. watch this. We'll laugh. You know, it'll be probably if anything, it'll probably uh, bought by HBO Max or something like that, or you know, like and be it, this will always be on a streaming network i believe from yeah there i also feel like that like you know jennifer Lawrence is always a great actress but even the people on this like andrew barth feldman and uh you know just the, even the support, supporting characters i felt like brought it too. like that the chemistry between jennifer Lawrence and andrew barth feldman was mm-hmm. spot on you felt it yeah and i don't i don't know if that's just the way the director did it or just the natural chemistry but everything worked together and i was I- it tried to work together, you know. Not all of it worked one hundred percent. Yeah, that's why it's not five. <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, no hard feelings. I'm on RottenTomatoes.com, dude. What's the audience score for No Hard Feelings? Um, I am going to say the audience score for No Hard Feelings has to be because man, it's getting a lot of good heat, uh, got good love out there. I am going to have to say ninety-one uh, percent. 87%. Not too far off. Oh, There's an audience that says, I, I, the audience says, funny and heartfelt. Yes. No Hard Feelings is a good fun for fans of R-rated comedies. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the critic score for uh, No Hard Feelings? 71. Uh, 69. Which is kind oh, of well, it's, it's only cool. off by two. It's kind of funny. Chris, <laughs> this is, is, this raunchy comedy often plays it disappointingly safe, but Jeff Lawrence's Comedic and dramatic chops ensured that the end result prompts no hard feelings. Uh, I mean, did it probably save? I don't know. I mean, like, I've seen beats of this movie before, but I, I was definitely all about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, man. Yeah, it was. And be honest, it was really funny. It was a good movie. Uh, definitely, guys. Definitely get a chance to go see this. Go see this. This is one of those movies that you can watch with everybody and everybody will have a good time. Yeah, I'm going to read a good review and a bad review. How about that? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, uh, Claudia Puga Film Week of of KPCC in the Los Angeles says, It appears to be a raucous sex comedy, but it ends up sentimental and predictable. So, she didn't really like it that much. But here is uh, Leonard Malton. Gil Lynn Malton. Everyone knows what Leonard Malton is. Uh, I'm about to recommend the highly raunchy RA comedy for one simple reason. Had fun watching it. I'm so sick and tired of overlong or produced formulaic content that this incident movie looks like a work of genius in comparison. So he liked it. He had fun watching it. And Lynn, we love you. Come on the podcast. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. So that's our feelings. So I just catch your local uh, movie theater. Uh, and you, if you didn't like it, well, fuck you. Cause we're not going to give you your money back. But, um, <laughs> why why um, why say fuck okay you if you that, man, guys if you didn't like it i'm sorry that you hate you hate fun you're a fun hater i'm sorry you hate fun <laughs> i hate sorry that you hate fun man that makes sound, ever... hold on it makes me sound like an asshole right okay i'm sorry if you didn't like it whatever but we liked it quite a bit and we recommend it so uh, if you like her uh, uh i don't think any of us liked it hmm. who didn't like it I, I want to clarify for no one's someone that had listened to the podcast before. Our score is between zero and five. So give me a, a four. No, no, uh, don't tell them that. Don't tell them the rules. Bro. Oh, well, okay, sorry. It's not, it's not fun when you tell them the rules. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, you ready to do a new segment, man? I'm ready to get this on the show. Okay, yeah, on the go. On the go. Okay. On the flow. This is the movies that don't suck and something do. I'm going to read stuff. Chris is going to react or he will die. All right, let's do this. All right. First one right off the bat. Jennifer Lawrence's No Hard Feelings becomes the highest grossing R-rated comedy of the decade. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, it's the highest uh, R-rated comedy of the decade so far. 
Uh, no Hard Feelings it has now surpassed over $150 million worldwide. Not a huge amount to compete with, like, likes of Marvel movies or anything like that. It's um, So it's got some good money going and stuff like that, but it is literally the highest-selling R-rated comedy in the last 10 years. We need more of these. We do. We talked about it. We just need more of these movies. More comedies. Yeah. We just need more. Yeah. We need more. We need more good comedies. We need more, um, you know, uh, something about Mary's. You know? <laughs> that's, that's what it's what. It was, it was, it was very something about Mary. Um, everybody, don't worry. Jason Bloom is now telling you the Insidious franchise is going on hi- hiatus after the next movie, The Red Door. Are we doing that? We got to do that, right? So be it. What? Oh, the Insidious Red Door. Are we. I, I mean, well, yeah, we're going to do them all just like we always do. Insidious <laughs> and the Conjurings and the and the next Saw I, I, movie. I, I, and... I have a confession, dude. I thought Insidious mm. and Sinister were the same thing, like, till, like last week. <laughs> so, I have, I have, anyway, I have homework to do. Anyway, let's move on from that. I don't, want, I don't want you to get made fun of too okay. much, man. I love you, so <laughs> let's just... <laughs> Uh, Sylvester Stallone is getting the doc treatment over at Netflix, and it'll be hitting this fall. It'll be a documentary movie about the one and only Sylvester Stallone, including Rocky, Rambo, and more. Uh, there, have one about Arnold, which is pretty good. So, I imagine. Yeah, and this one's going to be that one's called Arnold. This one's going to be called Sly. Uh, it's gotta be. <laughs> you know, so it's gotta be. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? Of course. This one I could not believe when I read this full article. Barbie is just the beginning. What? Mattel has a total of 45 movies based on their toys in development right now. I mean, Barbie does well. We're going to get a bunch of shitty movies about, you know, I don't know what their shit is, like, like Kick It or something, like Simon Says maybe. But so far... They got Barney the Dinosaur, Hot Wheels uh, with J.J. Abram. Um, they have uh, Masters of the Universe, Matchbox, Major Matt uh, Manson, Magic 8-Ball, American Girl, Polly Pocket, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Uno, Viewmaster, and that's all the ones that they will mention. But those are the ones that they will say by name. Okay, well... I'm looking forward to Barbie. I know you're looking forward to Barbie. I wasn't until yeah. I saw until I saw for you. Like now, you and I will be looking dressed in pink there seeing it. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Barbie up in high double feature. Apparently, that's the thing that's happening. I'm going to make it happen. I will be at the theater all day that day. What day? What? Uh, the well, the people were telling me to do a Barbie Oppenheimer double feature. Well, they'll go see Barbie and Oppenheimer. They're going to figure out which one they see first. So. Uh, I will be at the theater doing that probably because I'm, I'm really yeah. So um, the other day I got this thing. Give me two seconds, sure. just because I think this is amazing and I think you will enjoy it. Uh, just so you guys know, Neil Neil's not super excited about seeing Oppenheimer. It's like a it's a three hour movie and Neil can't sit for still for three hours because he's like the, thing, the second he comes out of the he has Nolan cigarette. hasn't showed me anything in a long time. To be like excited about going to go see one. Did of you like Interstellar though? You liked Interstellar, right? What? You liked Interstellar, didn't you? Interstellar. Yeah, but I said a long time. Okay. And that's a long time <laughs> okay. ago, buddy. Yeah, I did Tenet, and then you're like, well, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. It's like he hasn't given me anything in a long time to be like, oh my god, I'm so happy okay, I'm about fine, to go fine, see this Christopher fine, Nolan movie, dude. and it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm just like, hey, Christopher Nolan. Memento, yeah. <laughs> it's on yeah, I'm, I'm, it's like M. Night Shyamalan, all right? He was great when he started, but now we know what's going to happen every single time. Okay. And here you go. Oh, this uh, is what uh, I got. <laughs> 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 I saw that earlier, and I saved it, and I was going to send well, it to I'm you. Definitely, yeah, I'm going to post it. Barbie, I'm going yeah. to be there, dude. I'll be there. I'm trying to figure out which one to see first, but I'm probably going to see Oppenheimer than Barbie to light the mood. I don't know. We'll see. Nice. All right. The Grinch parody is going to be coming out soon on VOD. Uh, the Mean One, which is starring Terrifier's David uh, Howard Thornton. He's a guy who, uh, as a Grinch-like murderer. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. 
So it was only limited in limited theaters last year, and it will be coming out on VOD. Come on, give me the date. I hate when they do this. October 3rd. Okay. It'll be on date. Oh, in time. And it's called The Mean One. It looks great. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, are the clouds playing the Grinch in this one? I'm all about it. What's that? Is it Art the Clowns and playing the Grinch in this one? The guy plays- I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the guy, same guy who plays Art the Clown is yeah, playing the yeah, Grinch. Great. Um, Dennis uh, Valnuvi, um confirms Denis that- Valnuvi. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter because <laughs> in two seconds you're going to curse his name. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Dune Part 2 is coming out, right? Yeah, he directed it. And I love that director, by the way. He did Arrival, yeah, yeah. other good movies. Yeah. yeah. Dune is not a two-part series. God damn it. Fucking A, really? It is a three-part movie series. God damn it. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew they'd do this to us because you and I watched into Dune, and, yeah. uh, and we didn't know. We go in there. We saw, no, I saw the time. I saw how long the time yeah. was. Yeah. On the first movie, and yeah. I was like, "How are they going to explain all of that?" Yeah, in the two hours. Yeah, this is the, yeah, this is going to be so. Half of the stuff is not going to yeah, be. I, in fuck, it I fucking knew it, and like, and after the way that I knew that I suspected might be another third one, after I saw that, that they were only at this point. I read the book. Mm-hmm. They're, they're only at this point at the end of the first well, one. To, to finish out the last movie, um, he's also going to be using parts of Dune uh, Messiah. The book. Oh, uh, I only read the first to, tune, to finish so. it all up. I only read the first tune. So There's it so will be all books. together like that. So hey, go for it, man. I mean, I, I like Zendaya. I like I like uh, Timothy Chalamet, but fuck, man. <laughs> hey, guess what? The new Superman movie, though, we are not seeing the origin story. Fucking good. I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> I'm I glad. am so tired of seeing the origin story of Batman and Superman, but James Gunn has confirmed the origin story is not going to be talked about in the new Superman that, movie. Thank you. We're all tired I of this. We're all so tired of So tired of hearing. I, I know how Batman's mom and dad died. I don't give a fuck. We know anymore. we know the we know the Uncle Ben died, okay? We know yes. that we, we Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. Come on, guys. Let's just move on. We knew Superman was on from a planet, different planet, and we all knew all that shit. We saw Smallville, okay? <laughs> we just wanna we just wanna see uh Superman be Superman, you know, for most of the movie. So uh exactly. Uh Benedict Cumberpatch has uh told um teased that uh, that when he was asked what's going on, what's his in his near future, he goes, there are some Marvel capers in the making next year. So he will be returning as the great Doctor Strange, which is great because let's just be honest, like don't, like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, Chris Evans is Captain America. Freaking, let's just be honest, Benedict is Doctor Strange. Stephen he, Strange. He just plays, dude, he just plays that so good. Uh, Jason Bloom wants you to know that he is going to turn more video games into horror movies after seeing his final creation of Five Nights at Freddy's. He says, well, I think the right video games make source material for movies. I mean, you saw what they even did with Super Mario Brothers. It's a different genre, but it was an amazing, successful movie, and I certainly hope that's the case with Five Nights. Uh, James is actually a big gamer, and he now has a whole gaming division of our company that we have been working on, and I'm definitely looking forward to finding more games that are popular that we could turn into horror movies. Dude, I think Five Nights at Freddy's is going to be giant. I do think it's going to be a giant. <laughs> I hope it's great. I've seen the, I've seen the preview for it. It looks great. I've never played Five Nights at Freddy's, but... You know, I'm playing Ghost of Shima right now. Whatever. 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 Um, but yeah, uh, I want to see more movies based on video games. I'd be all about it. Yeah, it'd be nuts. It'll be nuts. Um, Sausage Party, the series, which is coming to the good old Amazon. Uh, PR team had to step in and say, hey, maybe you can't do that. <laughs> but they gave them the green light anyway. And Seth Rogen's... Um, uh, comment on it was there's one specific scene that had a special screening for the uh, for the Amazon PR people and uh, you should just wrap your heads around that right now because <laughs> this will be a scene everybody's going to talk about. Oh, amazing the orgy scene. 
Because that was the... Uh, I can't I was wait. In, when I saw it in theaters, dude, uh, it was full, and the theater fucking exploded during that scene. <laughs> People were falling out of their seats laughing. I was too. Matt, okay, talking about the Memtel films, like we mm-hmm. did, uh, I was talking about earlier, sure. Magic 8-Ball movie is a horror comedy from the writer of Cocaine Bear. Mm, okay, interesting. So, I don't know what it's going to be about. It's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's about the Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> Well, I'm excited. Yeah, it just says currently unknown, but it's by the writer of Cocaine Bear. So, hey, go for it, bro. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get uh, uh, the I new don't... Alien movie. Yeah. The new Alien movie uh, is now filmed wrapping, or is now just wrapped filming. Uh, Deadpool three could could do the same thing that they did in the Flash movie by showing you a spigot. Of a movie that was never made, that was almost made at one point. Was it Green Lantern Two? So was happening. No, no, no. That's DC. That's oh, sorry. DC. This sorry. is Marvel. Okay. So what? What? what if but, you had to speculate, what would it be? Oh, they they speculated for us. Okay. They right. they got it. Right. It's chaining chaining Tatum has Let's been signed it. on to Deadpool Three. Yeah, dude, I've, I've been dying. I, I I've been wanting that to happen so badly. Gambit was always my favorite. So, and so we might be seeing Gambit, Channing Tatum's Gambit. The guy learned card tricks <laughs> specifically. He knows how to throw cards like almost like a hundred yards because because of if Gambit. He wanted to be Gambit so badly. Yeah, he he trained to be like Gambit. Yeah, because he he thought he was going to play Gambit. So. We might see Gambit. That's awesome. Zack Snyder wants you to know he's written a 450-page Bible for the Rebel Moon Saga. All right, all right man. Like, you're going to be able to go pick up. All right, man, if you want. If you... I don't know if you know this, but he really wants this Rebel Moon thing to go. He wants it to be like, he wants series. He wants movies. He wants, he wants to be the next Star Wars, right? Video games. Yeah, he wants it to be the next Star Wars. Well, sorry, Cal. Is... Sorry, guy. We'll see what happens. So... Hopefully it doesn't flop massively. Um, You know, Speed was originally a Beverly Hills cop movie. Okay. I'm glad it's not, I guess. Um, The writer for Speed um, at the end of, you know, trying to get one Hail Mary for someone to make Speed. Yeah. Through that, instead of Keanu Reeves is Axel, Axel Foley. Yeah. Eddie Murphy being the main character in the movie. Interesting. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we get Keanu Reeves to play. Yeah, yeah. that that'd have been weird. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't even know. Was, Axel Foley, fuck me. During seeing the bomb with the busted. Oh darn. But uh, yeah. John Chow, John John Chow says it's time, and he wants Cal Penn to get on top of it. Oh, for the next Harold Kumar movie, he wants a Harold and Kumar four. Hey, dude, I wanted to. Honestly, uh, that last one, Harold Kumar 3D, wasn't bad. I liked it. It's a great Christmas movie. So I'd see, I'd see a fourth one in a heartbeat. Uh, Greta, uh, Greta, I'm sorry, Greta Gerwig mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. will direct the Chronicles of Narnia reboot movies that will be on Netflix. Like, the first two are good. Like, it's like the last two, right, that nobody really watched. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I, I guess I could be on board. It's just that I've seen the I know which order. There's two movies I've seen. Otherwise, which yeah. wardrobe? So, do I need to see the third one? I have no idea. I have no idea. A Halloween movie that's coming out this year, The Boglins. Remember The Boglins? I don't think so. They're the puppets that were from oh, the 80s. Yeah. Like the look little, the creepy. Here, I'll get you a picture of one of them. Um, but like literally, that movie is going to be hitting uh, the Mattel. It's a Mattel thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the Mattel movies coming out this year as well. Um, maybe I opened it up too quickly. <laughs> Neil has to Did save I? the photo and then upload it to the service for for him to show me. But I'm excited to show you see it. What, what the heck? Come on, dude! I said save. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I blame science, guys. I'm sorry. Science, I can't do anything science. without being naked. Uh, oh yeah, it's uh, I blame that science. Is thing, uh, it's always science's fault. It's never my so, fault. Here so you go. You, Boom. These guys. Those are creepy looking. But okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, dude. They're little puppets. Is in the 80s. Okay. And it's called Boglins, and that's going to be one of the new movies coming out for Mattel. Are they make garbage old kids too? I mean, shit. I mean, we need that. <laughs> uh, Ernie Hudson has a confirmed Ghostbusters rap. So that has now been completely done. Oh. Um, Smallville star uh, Kyle Gallner uh, played the Flash in the Smallville um, era, uh, universe. Mm -hmm. He would love to play green, put his hat in the green arrow hat for the new DCU. Uh, also in names in the hat already are Austin Butler and Charlie Hunnam. So, I I don't know, man. Thanks for throwing your name out there, bro. But I think there I are mean, lots of people that are like, I'd really like a couple million dollars right now. I'm gonna join the DCU or the MCU. You know, it's like it's like right. a guaranteed to make to fuck, fuck tons of money. So, yeah. Uh, Barney the Dinosaur movie that's being made by Mattel uh, will be leaning into the millennial angst more um, because it's going to be an A. 24 movie what? it's going to be more like it's going to be more of a being john malkovich is what it's being compared to interesting right okay all right all right yeah it Show says uh, we're not we're leaning into the millennial angst of the property rather than fine-tuning this for kids it's really a play for adults now it, it's now that's it's r-rated but it's focused on some of the trials and tribulations of being 30 something growing up with barney the dinosaur well i'm 30 something growing up so, um... so there you go there you go owen wilson has now joined deadpool 3 so uh -huh. you know exactly who he's gonna play who the actor who's actor Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, no, yeah he's, he's from Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever yeah, seen him in yeah, those? Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He just wasn't in the new one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we all know who he's going to play. Mm -hmm. You guys want to watch that Loki series if you want to know. Yeah, yeah Loki, yeah, the yeah, mini series yeah. is exactly. Uh, Captain America, Brave New World has wrapped. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, we got a lot of wrapped films. So oh, that's, that means that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, like, especially with these strikes going on yeah. and everything. And that this, yeah, SMG I'm not too worried be... about the TV shows going away. Well, I mean, whatever. But if the movies start being affected, that's when we upset about it. So, uh, Brie Larson's character from the 21 Jump Street movie is getting a spinoff. Okay. I guess I'll watch that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It says that um, the story is going to be her following her classmates' footsteps of the undercover classmates. Um, yeah, it says that, that she's just working on it right now with them. So, okay. That's... Um, the director of... Across the Spider-Verse is asking for two more people to be added to uh, the new Spider-Verse movie that he's working on. God, I, I was hoping it was almost done, so, so I guess yeah, not no, even no. close. See, he wants, there's two more people he wants to add. He needs the voices of legendary rapper Snoop Doggy Dog yeah, Snoop. and Snoop. Bill Murray. That, okay, that <laughs> last one's two. a tall order because that dude doesn't show up for shit. Like, like, like you have to, like... He might go for voiceover work. Yeah, I mean, he just, just has to go in and say some he shit. He doesn't have management. And I, I was just reading it the other day about Bill Murray and Austin Translation is that uh, Sofia Coppola did The 1 800 number. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sofia Coppola just spoke to him. He said he'd do it. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. And he, he didn't know he was going to show up until he just showed up in Tokyo. He's like, I'm here to do the movie. Nice. That's awesome. Last but not least, Timothy. Chalamet? Chalamet. Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, right? Chalamet. Chalamet? Chalamet? Yeah. Chalamet? Yeah. We'll have one. We'll find out. Everybody is saying that his music skills are ridiculous and incredible in his rendition of Bob Dylan. I'm sure it is. I'm sure he's great. 
fucking asshole. <laughs> he's just, he's just. All right, yeah. He's just, he's just that. He's just talented. Yeah, James Mongol has been giving him the biggest credit, saying. Uh, Timmy is working his ass off as we speak. We've been in musical rehearsals and we've laid things down just to learn from them, but the music is incredible and he's incredible. I couldn't have more confidence in him and in others joining in, not unlike making an Indiana Jones movie. The expectations <laughs> are high, but so is the camaraderie and the love amongst us. We've all been essentially working on this movie for the last three years. So there's been a lot of preparation. So they call him Timmy. Okay, that's I wouldn't. Call Timmy, him. but Timmy. that's it, man. That's the movie uh, news. That is the movies that don't suck and some of them news. I told Chris a bunch of stuff. Now he's not mad at me because I'm gonna make him do stuff. We're talking Asteroid City, directed by uh, fucking Wes Anderson. If you guys don't know what Anderson is, did the French Dispatch over in Kansas. Uh, he did uh, The Life Aquatic, which I love. Isle of Dogs, Rushmore, Royal Ten Bombs. If you guys don't know Dress Anderson, I don't think you're watching movies at all. You don't know who at is. all. No movies. Yeah. Written all. by Wes Anderson, Roman Coppola, who's his like, writing partner. Uh, this stars the inimitable Brian Cranston. Look, I'm, I'm tired of talking to you about this. I want my son. Also, uh, Edward Norton as Conrad Earp. On a long enough timeline, the survival rate for everyone drops to zero. Jason Schwartzman as Augustine Beck. Hey, Ira. Oh, hey, Mark. Could you do me a favor and never leave a paycheck from your shit sitcom on my pillow ever again, please? Oh, that is so rude of me to accidentally leave my paycheck for $25,000 on your pillow. Also, Jake Ryan as Woodrow. Uh, Scarlett Johansson as Midge Campbell. Are you kidding me? Also, um, Grace Edwards is Dina. Maya Hawk as Dina. I was a Billie Jean King in a yeah. sea of Maria Sharapova's butt. Reaper friend is Montana. Jeffrey Wright, the amazing Jeffrey Wright, as you know, Gibson. Man, we, uh, I almost got just a clip of him just for that. Hope Davis is Sandy Borden. Steve Park is Roger Cho. Leave Schreiber, uh, fucking... Uh, that's Sabretooth himself as <laughs> J.J. Kellogg. Uh, Aristo Meehan as Clifford. Ethan Joshley as Ricker. Sophia Lillis as Shelley. Tom Hanks as Stanley Zack. I'm an excellent lawyer. Uh, Ella Ferris is Andromeda. Gracie Ferris is Pandora. William Ferris is Cassiopeia. Man, uh, I'm so, Matt Dillon is a mechanic. Fucking, I can keep going on. about Stevens as Will Sky. Yeah. God damn, there's so many people. Yeah, whatever hour you want to stop reading them all, we can start talking about uh, Real quick, them. I want to mention Jarvis Cocker of Pulp. He's in this too. Boys, Cowboy. Why don't you read the storyline this? I, I, I forgot what movie you were talking about. It's been so long. You just oh, Jeff Goldblum, Adrian Brody. Uh, so, <laughs> Willem, the, Willem Dafoe. Right. Christian. Okay, all right. <laughs> I want you to read the storyline for this. Following a ride. Following a writer on his world-famous fictional play about a grieving father who travels with his tech-obsessed family to a small rural asteroid city to compete in a junior stargazing event, only to have his world view disrupted forever. So, uh, what a movie. <laughs> this is a, What a movie! It's a very Wes Anderson movie, you guys were wondering. Uh, it's, it's you and kind of knowing what to get. So if you're not a West Anderson fan, this will not, you know, turn you. But it's a funny, cute movie. It is. It is funny. It is cute. Um, I do have an issue with okay, it. Okay, what's your issue? And 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 it's not because I'm one to diss Wes Anderson because you're a big Wes Anderson. Mm -hmm. You know, I like Wes oh, Anderson okay, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I Good. didn't like the ending. Oh, you didn't like the ending? Okay. It just kind of, uh, to me, it kind of just abruptly stopped. <laughs> That's that's a like, fair that's a that's a fair uh and and I I got I got why and I'm not gonna ruin that that little spoiler of this movie um but I got the reason why it abruptly stopped but I don't think it should have <laughs> like I think they should have finished the story better than just abruptly stop it. You know what I'm saying? Does this seem like a very COVID movie? 
like the way it's filmed because it's all one's a location. They don't move around uh, at all. It takes place in just this town, this small town of Astrid City, um, mostly. It's, but, you know, like, it just... I would believe that if um, one of... The, I don't think I have it. Um, no, that wasn't uh, one of the facts I did. But uh, one of the facts was like... He like been writing this movie forever, so I don't I don't think it has anything to do okay with with like the COVID. I think it's just literally that was his image of what this little desert town would be. I don't think this was COVID affected. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this is I mean it says very Wes Anderson. You're gonna like, go in with the deadpan and the and the humor and uh, even the darkness. It's always sort of under the surface of Wes Anderson yeah, I think this is a very cute, funny, corny Wes Anderson movie. There was parts, um, again, I was in a near pack. This is the first movie I got to see in the theater. My wife took me to it, Aww. and uh, <laughs> we had a great time together. And we were laughing at things that no one else got. Yeah, of course. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, Wes Anderson, and we understand. Um, but... Um, this is funny. It is corny. It is cheesy. It's got a great storyline mm-hmm. that goes with it completely. That is uh, awesome. The, I mean, Jason Schwartzman is, I mean, what? He's been playing freaking, oh, this is the thing I said during the movie. I go, this is hilarious that I remember seeing Jason Schwartzman in a Wes Anderson movie where he was the creepy teenager. <laughs> and now... He plays the father. Yeah. Almost, I mean, he's almost a grandfather age, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's in his 40s. So the thing is about, about this movie is that I think that a lot of it works, but some of it doesn't. Like, I, I didn't really like the play aspect of it. To me, that when it kind of came in and out. No, I liked the play oh, aspect okay. of it. I did until, because I love the fact that we're in a universe of a universe. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, I love that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Multiverse kind of. I, I felt like, or whatever. to me, I felt like it was the way Adrian Brody in it. <laughs> but, um... but I love that part of it. But I did not like the part that it just abruptly ended. Yeah. But would you like the Margot Robbie in this for just for a second? Just for a second, Margot Robbie's in this. Who? Margot Robbie. Oh yeah, that she's in here for like half a yeah. like half a second. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts. Uh, one of my favorite actors uh, or actors in this movie was uh, Maya Hawk. Oh yeah, she's great. Um, wow, uh, she completely disappeared into that character. That is the most not Maya Hawk character I've seen <laughs> her play. Is that the best way to say that? Yeah, I guess it is. I would, I would go with that. Yeah, yeah. Where and I mean that I mean that as a compliment in the highest regret. Mm-hmm. And, and like literally, I didn't realize it was her. Until like a couple of scenes of I mean, her, and then I was like, "Oh, that's," and it was like, "Man, she did a really, really great I mean, job." Even in her part, even the fucking uh, Steve Carell did a part in this. So I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." So, uh, yes, yeah, so this. Steve Carell's part yeah. was supposed to be Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, and Bill Murray, something happened scheduling wise, or he, oh, he got COVID. He got he yeah, got, who, back, who he got COVID. COVID. We do have Tom Hanks character. Tom Hanks and this was pretty good too. Tom Hanks was great. He plays a dad, a uh, grandpa, he's whatever just, you want. He's go. so easy to just do whatever you want to be. He's that. Yes. So it's just anyway. and it, it it was just really fun. Um, now is this Wes Anderson's best movie no. that he ever did? No, I don't think so. No. I, think you I don't I, even know if it's in the top three. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a to me it's a minor innocent work, but it's not bad for me. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good Wes Anderson movie. It's not Life Aquatic. It's not Royal Tenderbombs. It's not Rushmore, which are the three. I think the top three. Oh, for you? Would, yeah, it'd be Rushmore, Tenderbombs, and Life Aquatic. But you go, you love the French Dispatch. I know you do. I know that we. I love the French Dispatch. Oh man, French Dispatch. Yeah, yeah, my my top my top oh. three are probably Life Aquatic, Moonrise Kingdom, and um and Rushmore. I'm with you on that. But yeah, yeah. But um. But anyway, but I'm just saying that this is this is this isn't the worst Wes Anderson movie. What's the worst Wes Anderson not, movie? Not, 
Man, I don't know. Is it Darjeeling? I was trying to figure that out. A lot of people are Darjeeling. Yeah, I'd have to go with that because it was kind of, and I don't know. It kind of lost me at the end. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. If you like the uh, Darjeeling, just tell us how stupid we were for not liking it. Um, but um, no. Hey, dude. It just, it just. But anyway, um, this is still a fun movie. A good Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's brightly lit. It's very beautiful. So all the actors you want, and, 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 and I don't think it was that long either. I think it was only like an hour and forty-five yeah, minutes. An hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, that's an hour and forty-five minutes. So this was good. Exactly what it needed to be. Uh, the acting, the scenes between Jason Schwartzman and um. And Scarlett Johansson were amazing. And if you guys are sickos again, you get your naked in this. If you want, I mean, for a split second, I guess, you know, be that sicko. But um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a cute little movie. I guess that's how I put it because it's it feels, but it has all the actors you want from a West Anderson movie. Besides right. Bill Murray, it's got it's even it's new. Like, I don't think Tom Hanks been a West Anderson film before, right? No. Um, but uh, Jeff Goldblum, yeah, I think it's the first one for him. Jeff Goldblum was in this uh, for a second, but he's been in the movies like that before. Uh, and of course, Willem Dafoe's in this. Well, I don't think it's a honestly. I don't think it's a West Anderson movie without Willem Dafoe. But um, yeah, I guess. William Dafoe. Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. Makes me laugh. Um, I'll go ahead and give my rating first. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I I like it. It was a good Wes Anderson, but again, it wasn't my super favorite, so I'll give it a three point nine. It was good. I'd watch it again, but it's just somehow the ending just didn't work for me. I'm I just gonna, didn't like how the ending. I'm gonna go with you, but just but like uh, you know, again, it's uh, like you said, like you said, minor Anderson work. It's not bad. It's not, but it's not an event like you know, like a lot of yeah. Wes Anderson movies are. And it, it was, I enjoyed it for sure, and uh, it's. Man, it's it's. I don't want to. Say, I don't know anything bad to say about, it, but it's not also the shit. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it was just. It was like, oh, okay, okay. But uh, I, all right, I yeah. do. I do want to praise. You know, that's how it was. I do want to praise Jake Ryan's performance. He played um. He played a, uh, uh, fucking. He played Woodrow, the son of Aji. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. He was probably my favorite part of the movie. Oh yeah. Dude, everybody like knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Damn. Okay. They did, but it was just um I don't know. I guess it'd have to come down to storyline, I guess, for me. Yeah, so I feel like Wes Anderson, uh since this wasn't an event like it usually is, a lot of his attractions sort of just stayed stayed quiet, you know? But uh you know what? Um my our score is a three point nine. Your our score together is three point nine. What do you think the audience score for Astrid City is? Uh, 73%. 62%. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. audience says, Astrid City's classic way of Sanderson, which may or may not be a compliment depending on how you feel about his other films. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm on a, what is the critic's score on Red Tomatoes for Astrid City? I'm going to say... They're going to go higher. They're going to be 78%, 79%. Same 3%, certified fresh. Oh, um, nice. Kirk's consensus is, Asteroid C is unlikely to win Wes Anderson meeting new converts, but those who respond to his signature style will find this a return to immaculately arranged form. So I'm going to read a good review and a bad review. <laughs> so um, this is Rex Reed, the Observer, says, Like all Wes Anderson movies, is enigmatic, artificial, infuriatingly self-indulgent, and their vocal will be pointless. Man, that dude really hated it. Um, uh, but this is a Linda and Al Werner of Movies and Shakers. Al and the jam-packed casket is spotlight to use their talents for these quirky characters. Anderson's rambling film is everything from silly and absurd, mildly farcical and ludicrous, but it's also uniquely imaginative and fun. And I thought it was a fun movie. It was a fun movie, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It was fun. It was cute. It was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, man. But it just didn't change the world for me, which is sucks because usually, you know, yeah. he does such a great job of just knocking it out of the park. See, oh, well. Guys, go, go, go see if you like Wes Anderson. If you're not sure how you feel about it, I'd say go see and you'll be able to sort of figure out what you think about his stuff. Uh, but that's actually it this week. We did pretty, two pretty good movies this week, I thought. Yeah, they're pretty deep. Like both of them, I mean, were very entertaining. They're both movies I'd go watch again oh, and sure. again. Um, make sure to you know, 
um, head out to the theater because we, we yeah. We, so next week we are talking about Dial of Destiny, and you hurt my feelings. Um, I know Neil's been looking forward to Indiana no, Jones. I'm not hurting your feelings. Stop saying uh, that. The movie to you hurt your feelings. What's called? Um, oh, oh, Julia oh, you Dreyfus. hurt my feelings. Julia Dreyfus and you like her. Um, in uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which. I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on that one, honestly. I saw oh, my God. Yes. I love Indiana Jones. Yeah. Indiana Jones is my boy, and I can't wait to go see that this weekend. And I think the weekend after that, we're doing the Mission Impossible, maybe? I, I, I'm I'm, oh, my gosh. Really? Is it that close? Yeah, is so Mission close. Impossible getting that close? Yeah, and then, after oh the, week, and then the week right. after that is Oppenheimer, and, and then we have him, Oppenheimer, and Barbie, because we were talking about both those movies. But then yeah, the we'll, same we'll week. figure out how to do both okay. of those at the same time. That should be fine. Okay. That All should right. be fine. Alright guys, you can uh, find anyway, us. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you can no, us, go ahead, do it. You can find us online with Network, Facebook, Facebook.com slash news podcast or on Twitter at TS Podcast or W2Mnet.com. W number two M is it Mary net.com. You'll find our podcast there among plenty of other cool stuff. Uh, go to patreon.com slash news don't suck. You guys those few shekels. Uh Neil wants a value meal, right? You want a value meal, don't you? I need to get one of those grimace meals, man. Oh, they just shake. I heard that makes you shoot your balls out. But, uh, but um, uh, you guys got to move. I'm sorry. Bonfire concert shoes on sucks something to you. You'll find stuff with our merch on. That also uh, helps us get a value meal every now and then. And uh, you guys are watching this on YouTube. Go and subscribe. Watch on Facebook. Go to the page. Watch us on Twitch. Go and subscribe. Or, you know, if you're listening to us, go and subscribe on that app, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts or where you use to get your podcasts. And where you find podcasts, you might lose and so don't suck and something to do. Neil, what do we Damn do? For straight. Small, what do we do for small businesses? If you got a small business, send us that information. We'll be more than happy to advertise you right here, free of charge, right here on our podcast. We'll send it out to the you know thousands of listeners, millions of followers right here at Movies That Don't Suck and Something to Do. You good? You ready to get out of here? I'm good. Let's get out of here. That's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, if someone doesn't like you, don't worry. Don't have any, don't have hard feelings. Just move to Asteroid City where at least you can see aliens attack. Yeah, I think that's Have right. a good day. <laughs>